Are you a job seeker? Can I give you some advice? Please don't play your recruiter. Hi, welcome back to Paul Group's Employment Schmooze. I'm your host, Chaim Desser, CEO of Paul Group Staffing. I would like to start this episode with a story that happened lately. I believe that this story can give you all a good perspective on the issue of today's topic about playing your recruiter. A client reached out to us looking to hire a senior person to run a huge division within their company. This position was a fixed salary of close to half a million dollars, plus quantifiable incentives with clear milestones. The overall package was in the range of about $750,000 per year, give or take. We started this search and through our networking, we got a few serious leads, one of whom sounded very promising. We set up an interview with the client and partners it wasn't too easy. Some of them needed to fly in to attend this meeting. We finally set it up. Our candidate sold himself very well. He passed the first interview with flying colors, and he knew it. The vibe was very good. And afterwards, he continued to speak with some of the partners outside the boardroom. Nothing related to the job, just great conversation. He felt that he had them all in his pocket. We followed up with the client, and yep, we sensed the excitement as well. One of the partners yelled into the phone, Chaim, let's close this deal ASAP. Here's where things started going wrong. The candidate figured he had them all in his pocket and was ready to play hardball. He responded to us as if we are the employer and said, I was really thinking about it. I'm not sure this is the real opportunity for me. I'm not sure this is really what I want. The truth is I'm so happy with my current job. So my response was, well, if you're so happy, then why did you send us your resume? You're obviously looking around for something better. He replied, I'm always open to better opportunities, but this particular one, I would only be interested if I get some stake in the company. Otherwise, I don't know. Okay, fear. You want us to negotiate a better deal for you? I've been around this block before, and I'll try to get you the best deal I could. So we worked on his behalf, and we did. We upped the base. We upped the incentives. But our client told us very clearly that they are not here to play any games. We should make it very clear to the candidate that if his deal breaker is having stake in the company, then they will pass on an offer. It didn't make sense for the company, which had been built for so many years, to give away equity on the fly when they could find others who will jump on this opportunity without any stake in the company. The candidate said he understood that equity is off the table, but then the song changed into overqualifying himself for this position. He said he is not sure if the company is really ready for him. And every time we spoke to him, it made it very clear to us that even if they give him the offer, he still has to think about this, if the job is for him. As the recruiters here, we tried in many ways to really understand what the candidate wants. What's going on in his mind? Does he really want the job? He just wants the company to back for him? Is he lacking some TLC here? Or is he just mixed up altogether? He made sure to mention to us every time that he hopes that my client doesn't think that he wants this position. I'm fine here where I am, just exploring, blah, blah, blah. Bottom line, I prepared my client and asked them to feel out at the next meeting, if he is just lacking recognition, which is easy to confirm by offering additional authority and other entitlements. So I set up my client to speak to him again, and it turned out that our hunch was right. 
the candidate needed validation on everything he mentioned during the meeting and was glowing when the partners mentioned how good they think he will do. The more they were feeding a sickness, excuse me for being so French, the more he demanded of them. It came to a point when my client realized that this candidate is going to be high maintenance. The amount of attention he will demand will drain them. Yes, he knows the work well. They can see his knowledge, but to retain him and keep him happy would mean constant ego boosting and stroking his confidence. They felt that a person who is in such a high position should be more receptive to critique and behave like a true leader. What great recruiters do in such a situation is they try to lower the expectations on one side and try to get more credit points from the other side and present them again. If the first impression was good and the company agrees that there is competence here, and the truth is that the candidate does have the skills to do the job, then there might be enough meat left over to negotiate and hopefully we can find enough to get things up and rolling again. But here's what happened. As much as we tried getting into the candidate's reality, he kept on pushing back on the recruiter. I'm not sure this position is meant for me, etc. And we knew of an other candidate, so we decided enough with this game. Let's give someone else a shot. Turns out that the second candidate Although he wasn't such a good schmoozer, but his experience and his leadership skills were great and he didn't demand so much, so the second guy got the offer and we closed the deal with him. The shocking gant of this story is that we received a long resentful email from the first candidate. How come we just used him? He invested so much time meeting with our client. He gave them so many ideas. He feels like we should have pushed more for him. Turns out he was dying for this position but he played with the recruiters as well as the client. If he would have been transparent with us, we could have had an honest conversation. Instead, he kept on pushing back on us, the recruiters, who invested so much time and effort into trying to make things work for him. We are recruiters. We know you're a high-caliber employee and maybe a big, big shot too, but be transparent with us. If you're afraid that we will sell you cheap, and that's why you pretended that you're not really interested in the opportunity, if you don't trust that the recruiter understands how to not sell you short, then don't use the recruiter altogether. I believe after this story, you get the point I'm trying to make. I've documented in my office calendar over 10,000 interviews that we've held with candidates. I believe that the unofficial count is almost double because no matter where I go, I meet people and everyone is either a potential client or candidate. As they say, God created people as different as night and day. I have encountered some who tried to fake it from the minute I met them to the minute they left the room. And guess what? I understood where it came from. Unfortunately, they had nothing left but pride. So I sat there and went along with it. My job is not to reprimand them. I am not their rabbi nor their mentor. They came for a job interview and all they want from me is help finding them a job that fits their profile. If my good deed of the day was listening to someone who needs some confidence and giving them validation, so be it. What have I lost from helping someone in need? But when it comes to reality and you want that your recruiter should negotiate on your behalf, you need to be fully transparent with them. You can't tell the recruiter that you're really not interested in a position when you're actually dying for it. No matter how good you think you are, you still need the recruiter to help negotiate a deal for you. You can use your sales pitch to get into the recruiter's office. Use your sales pitch to give a great first impression, but stop selling when you're actually in need of purchasing. A recruiter invests time on your behalf 
How will they be compensated if they can't close a deal? So if you don't show interest or if you push back on your recruiter while thinking that if you're more wanted, you'll have better bargaining chips to negotiate with, please leave this game for the recruiter. An experienced recruiter knows this better than anyone. We are compensated accordingly. So it's in the best interest to give it our all. Most of the time, we have more creative ways to close a deal than the candidate themselves. Because that's our passion, our profession, and some of us have years of experience. And that brings me to share another quick example. We once interviewed a senior employee who was very competent and experienced. And when we asked him why he wants to move on, he responded with the old cliche, I grow out of my position. It's going to take me too long to get where I want to be. It's usually a normal reason to want to move on. Most of our clients know we don't do background checks on high caliber candidates. That is something employers do if they wish to. What we look for in executive level candidates is competence and experience. And after the candidate passes the first interview, then it's up to the employer if they want to dig in more. But this candidate didn't tell us while he was in our office that he was actually indicted and had the monitoring belt on his foot. We obviously didn't check. We are not law enforcement. But when the client made one phone call to someone who they knew worked in the candidate's previous company, they found out that this guy was under indictment. They called us right away asking if we knew, and we said no. So the client lost interest and trust. This candidate played the recruiter, but he paid a price for it as well. I believe everyone deserves a second chance in life. But if we would know the truth, we would have known how to package it to make the positive outweigh the negative. But since he chose to hide key information, there was no way for us to fix this. There is an argument about how much a recruiter should invest in finding out all about a candidate before they recommend them for a job. But that's a separate issue we can maybe get into during another episode. My main point here is that when a job seeker plays the recruiter, they end up playing themselves out of great opportunities. It's simple. If you don't trust your recruiter, then choose someone else who you can trust to help in your search and trust them to represent you effectively. Candidates stand to lose if they can't be transparent with a recruiter. And if there is another candidate who is more transparent than you and shows more interest than you and the recruiter knows exactly where they stand with them, why should the recruiter not focus on the candidate that's more promising? I can't stress this enough. Be open and honest with the recruiter that you choose to work with. They can help you much more when they understand where you are standing and where you wish to be going. If a recruiter asks questions, it's because they want to have a clear understanding and it's to your benefit if the recruiter knows more about your work experience. When they know your strong points and understand your weak points, a good recruiter will know how to make a perfect case out of it. They say a recruiter is only good as the candidate they can provide. And if the employer loses trust in the recruiter who presents you, then you're off the table altogether. If you feed the recruiter with enough honest and credible information, they can work for you from a much better position. And now let's go to a poll group job advertisement. A construction supply company is seeking for an operational and an account manager. Candidate should be able to lead a few area managers and also be a great customer service oriented individual. This company services large corporate clients whom the operational manager needs to meet from time to time, understand their needs, solve their issues, and guide the area managers on how to execute the work properly. Their corporate office is in Brooklyn, New York, and services clients throughout the tri-state area. This position pays in the range of 200K. Candidate must have prior leadership experience in managing multiple teams and have experience in customer service issues. 
Send your resume to info at pollgroup.com. That's I-N-F-O at P-O-E-L-G-R-O-U-P.com. Wishing you continuous luck in whatever you do. Have a great day.